Hello, everybody, and welcome to Golf vs. Golf, the hybrid podcast where we discuss, debate, and analyze everything in the world of golf and disc golf. I'm your co-host, Charlie Tinsley. With me in studio today, Aaron Vellini and Anthony Vellini. Hello, fellas. How y'all doing today? What's up? Doing good. How are you, Chuck? Well, let's talk about this hat real quick first. Not my hat. Anthony Anthony is wearing a bucket hat. Uh, but it's Under Armour. It is Under Armour. It's stylish. I've been mowing. All right. Keep it sound off my ears. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I could pull that off, but who knows to you, pal? Yeah. I'm for, I'm, for the, I'm for the bucket hats. I like them. Keeps, uh, you know, like you said, keeps the sun off your neck and ears when you're mowing or outside. And we were outside a lot today, but first things first, we got some business to discuss, and that is our sponsor for this episode, North Cove Leisure Club, located in McDowell County. Um, as you're heading up 221, the very, I guess, the most northern point of our county. It was an old traditional golf course, and they have now changed it. New ownership, and there's three world-class disc golf courses there. It is where the home of the college national disc golf championships are. Uh, great for a road trip. Um, they're getting ready to open the restaurant. Got a lot of plans. Amazing facility. Actually, the one of the disc golf podcasts I listen to, Foundation Disc Golf's podcast called Grip Block, they just went there, and they said – that it might be the best disc golf facility in the world. That's what they said. Really? In North Cove? In North Cove. Just wow. and so they played today and they North Cove spooled us today and um and we got to go play. They gave us carts and let us go out and um we appreciate them letting us do that. And that's what we're going to be talking about on today's podcast. But y'all kind of got spooled going into disc golf and seeing a course like that. Now they just play, y'all just played river run and we're going to get into that in a minute. But I mean, what's your thoughts on it? What's your thoughts on the course? See, here's the interesting thing. We all played as traditional golfers. We played there when it was a traditional ball golf course. And I even held a tournament there. And so when y'all go back, I mean, what's your feelings when you go back there? I don't know. I mean, that one hole that we started on, there was like, what, three holes there on that one part three that yeah. used to be? Yeah. As you went up the hill and then you come back down. Well, you went across and then went up and then back down. Right. You like – now, you like – Aaron, you like the course when it was a golf course, right? You you enjoyed If I was it. playing good, I liked it. Yeah. If you wasn't, it would – you could lose a ball in the rough up there sometimes. It, it is – it was your traditional golf course. A lot of people don't know this, but if you are into golf, Lee Trevino had a hand in designing it way back when my father-in-law does a lot of the stonework up in that area and he remembered when he was there putting a clinic um in and the stuff he could do with a golf ball was amazing but it is an amazing disc golf course and we're going to talk about that today um any any more opening thoughts guys before we get into the discussion topic for today for tonight i'm all, good all right any uh clarification if you if you listen to the, the episode to Aaron gave a little question, and he uh, he just didn't have his facts straight. Okay, let's be let's let's talk about that. All right, I'd worked all day. You'd worked all day. I'd worked twelve hours that day and come straight here to do a podcast. Now, the question should have been, "What is a one on a par five called?" And it's called a condor. I understand now that a two is an albatross, and I knew that, or double eagle, whatever you want to call it. But a one on a par five is a is a condor. And it's been achieved uh, at least four times, never on tour or anything like that. But 
I've done it twice. So, no kidding. So, and now that, you know, the, the only way that happens is if you hit it down the cart path and you just get lucky. What I was thinking is number seven at the Lake Club, you might, I mean, if the stars were to line up, you could do it there. You know, I looked that up. It's also a condor is a two on a par six. Yeah. And which is what I tried to correct myself with, but I was already too far gone. So, really, it's four under par on a hole. Yeah. It's called a condor. Yeah, because, te- I mean, it's technically called a condor, but anytime you hit it in the hole in one, you th- I would say it's a hole in one. But now that we're on the topic, that is one of the things that disc golf and golf have in common. They use the same terminology when it comes to scoring: pars, bogeys, double bogeys, birdies, eagles, double eagles. Except we call a hole in one an ace. That that's what that's what it's kind of known. I don't I don't guess I've ever heard that in the golf world. It's always just a hole in one. Well, so they. I, Sometimes they the say the proper it. name is Ace. Is it? Sure. Yeah. In golf, it's an Ace. Yeah, I mean that's the proper name, but nobody says it. Yeah, we we all we call it an Ace. And I'll tell you this: now that I've played disc golf, um, it, it's definitely easier to make a hole in one on disc golf than it is real golf. Absolutely. I've been playing now. My I, we talked about this the first episode. But I've been playing. I played probably three years when I was a teenager, and then I started right before COVID. I actually started, I think, at the end of 2019. So I've been, you know, two years now or, you know, getting close to three. And I think I have – I counted it up the other day. I think I have 16, maybe 17 aces. I've got zero in real golf. I have zero. I've been real close, though. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. You don't even know a lot of people in golf. Do you? I mean, how many people do you know in there golf was, that have like that you personally know in golf? Golf that has a hole in. I one? know a few people, but there was a guy a couple weeks ago on the PGA Tour that hit a hole in one. That was his first one. And he's on, the, on no, the, his his first hole in one ever. Let me t- let me tell you this story. When I got back into playing, um, it was my first time playing in a league. So you know, like you have y'all y'all call them dog fights in golf, and we just have a league. Just like a bowling league and or anything like that, and I went to this league, and it's here in uh, the county next to us, Morganton. And um, I just I'd been out of disc golf so long, I forgot how everything worked. And they have what's called an ace pot, and what that is is every week during league, if you want to be in the ace pot, it, it costs like two bucks. So you put two dollars in the ace pot, and um, it grows until someone hits an ace, and then they get to keep a good bit of that money. So I decided it was my first time at Disc Golf League, and I'm playing, and they asked me, and I'm like, sure, you know. And so I get out on the round. I'm, I put money in the A spot, and on the seventh hole, 280-foot hole downhill, boom, I throw it right in the middle of the chains. And I just kind of thought about the guys that had been growing that pot week to week. You think about it, that's their money. I come in my I – re, I literally only had $2 invested into the A spot, and then I take home – 350 that day for hitting it. So that's that was, crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. And I, I kind of felt bad. For, I think I gave them all like $5 a piece because I'm like, guys, I'm, I'm kind of sorry. I felt kind of bad. But, yeah. I've got a little fun fact here about hole-in-ones for real golf. Um, I keep saying real golf, traditional golf, sorry. You could call it ball golf. Ball golf. <laughs> Don't ever call it ball golf. Whatever. <laughs> all right, so the chances of making a hole-in-one is 1 in 12,500. For the average golfer? Yeah. 1 in – 12,500. So the odds of hitting two hole-in-ones in the same round is one in 67 million. However, there have been, I know, at least four people who have done it on the PGA Tour. Most recently, it was Brian Harmon. I think it was last year or the year before. 
he he hit two hole in ones in the same round. Not the same tournament, the same round, same on round. the same day. Like hole number three, and then he went to the back, and it's like hole fourteen or something. You are having a good day. Yeah. If you hit two hole in one, you're having a good day if you hit one in golf and in, in disc golf too. Yep. It's a little more common. Anyway, now let's talk about today's events. Okay. This golf versus golf discussion topic, Aaron and Anthony played some disc golf today. Now, we had mentioned they had played before, but I can't even remember if they even how many holes they played, if they had but one Frisbee or whatever. We got them set up today. And by the way, I'm not going to leave out, DJB Willie was out there as well. He was. He was out. And let me just say something. Y'all don't hear much from him. He, he could sling a disc. He did. He did now, did job. he throw one of mine right into the middle of the pond yeah we all did we all threw <laughs> i felt like we all threw a disc in the middle of the pond now looking back we probably should have skipped that hole yeah um, i don't i don't know why i played it. i charlie was to his waist in the water trying to find his putter that anthony threw into the pond well yeah. i we got it back my i bought a disc and my wife threw it in the pond and we didn't get it back yeah. uh, i bought a disc and i threw it in the pond my wife did not i did and yeah. lost it. And that was fun. We had our we had our wives out there with us today. And B. Willie. DJ they loved B. Willie. It. Uh, the Nats were there too. The Nats were the worst they've ever that been. That was annoying. Well, yeah. I get ate a lot by mosquitoes. And I didn't get one I think the gnats eat mosquitoes up there. I hope so. Because I didn't Would you rather would you rather mosquito bites or a bunch of gnats? I would rather deal with the gnats. Absolutely. Because yeah. I'm not itching. Yeah, but, but they're still they were annoying it's today. A, it's a different type of annoyance. All these black little bugs in your face. So that's our topic today, and I want to first ask each of them a few questions. And, you know, one of the interesting things is they're from a golf point of view, a golf standpoint. So I want to ask them a few questions regarding the round today. Going out to play, they had disc. I think Aaron and Anthony both had driver, mid-range, and a putter, at least that. Yes. So we had you set up there. And um, let me first give you my first impressions. Y'all, y'all throw it a little better than I thought y'all were going to. You, you, and I know we've probably thrown around before, but what happens a lot of times when someone throws a disc golf or a disc golf disc is they tend to kind of throw it nose up real high and it just fades out to the left really hard. And y'all had some power. In fact, I had told Anthony to throw one disc and he turned it over immediately, so I gave him a, a little more stable, a stable disc to throw. And y'all were throwing your putters extremely well. I, for some reason, that putter, I felt like I could really throw straight. Yeah, I mean, that's what putters are – that's what they're meant to do. But I, honestly, I think I could throw the the putter farther than I threw the driver because I threw it so straight. I threw that putter straight almost in the basket. Yeah, so – yeah, so that was amazing. Now, now what's crazy is when you begin, they tell you to throw with putters because you really reveal a lot about your throw with your putter and stuff like that. And you all threw your putters about as well. Hole three at River Run in North Cove – it's it's a short hole, but it's a tricky hole because it's on a hill and it's highly elevated, like highly elevated. If I'm standing on the left side of the hill, I'm six foot two and I stand up and can barely touch the bottom of the cage. So it's it's up there, and Anthony throws. There's a rock in front of it. Anthony, you get a putter out, my P two, and you throw it, skip it off the rock, and it hits the pole. Yeah. Think about now. This will kind of make you mad. A regular size. If it was a regular yeah. size basket, you would have had an ace. Yeah, on, you don't think I thought about that, Charlie? On your first round, you would have. I mean, it hit the pole square. And then the next, Aaron had a on the same hole. Aaron had a bad, a really bad tee shot. Was probably about eighty to hundred feet out. Gets the putter, throws it uphill, and smacks the basket right in the middle. 
Unfortunately, you had a few rollaways, and what did you end up with on that hole? I made triple. I made a six. You made a triple. It hit, it hit the basket and come all the way back down. If Aaron's first one doesn't hit the basket, it goes across the road. Should we reveal the scores? I don't care. Or do we need to wait till the end? No, it's fine. I don't care. All right, so we only played nine holes of River Run. Our wives were with us. They were kind of playing a captain choice thing by themselves. But I shot two under for the nine holes, which isn't great, but, you know, it's decent. Anthony, you shot six – excuse me, six over. Mm -hmm. Six over and nine holes. Not Not bad. bad. Now, there's some hard holes, and there's some water, and there's some OB. Aaron? I think I was eight. You were nine. Nine. You were nine. Nope. I'm. Excuse me. You were eight. You were eight over. So three of those were on that one par three. When I go out to play golf, I shoot for bogey golf. If I can do any better than bogey golf, I break ninety. And I feel like for me, breaking ninety is a good, a big deal. So, and did y'all both have birdies, or Anthony had the one birdie on? I had that one look on that par three that I threw really good. Yeah, the hole before that. Yeah. Yeah. I got it all the way up there, and I just I missed it. But I made par. Yeah, so so first impressions. What what do you have to say about disc golf? Well, I mean, the first thing you get out there, the first hole, the first, what, what, what's going through your mind? Like, what are your first Don't hit a tree. Don't no, hit a tree. Yeah, that first hole you started us on was not easy. Yeah, so unfortunately we had – there was a league plan, so we had to kind of go through the middle of the court. I thought it was a pretty easy hole. Well, it, the drive was okay, but the second shot was – yeah, it's it, pretty tough. A different, a different. But as disc golf as a whole, I like, I like, I it. loved it. You, I'm, I'm honest. I think I'm hooked now. I want to play some more. And you're not. And I told y'all, let's be honest. Let's not say we like it. So the disc golfers, that that's your honest opinion. No, honest opinion. Well, you know, we're athletic and we like. I like challenges, man. And that, I'm really enjoying. As soon that. as I ice my shoulder for about two weeks, I'll play again. Yeah, I'm gonna be sore tomorrow for sure. I will say this: if you have a remedy for throwing disc really hard and your arm hurting the next day, if you have something you do, email us or comment. Let, it, let Aaron probably, and Anthony know. It really don't hurt me anymore unless I have a day of field work where I'm kind of working on some distance. But Well, you uh, have good technique. Well, but I don't know no, it's that. not only that, but once your muscles get used to doing that all the time, you don't get sore anymore. It's Absolutely. Like working out, doing whatever. So y'all's first impressions <laughs> – Y'all's first impressions were you really enjoyed the sport. Now, y'all ain't going to hear – DJ B. Willie, did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? He, he liked it. He had a good time. He was also out there. I think he got some drone footage, and I think he might be putting together a little video maybe for our Facebook page or YouTube. We'll see. Maybe, maybe not. So, y'all enjoyed it. Can you see the addictive part of it? Yeah, because I, I, I want to be good at whatever I do. Same. Right. If you want to be good, I don't want to go out there and stink. And, and and here's a difference between golf. I can understand why I'm bad at golf because of the variables there. But you get out and you're and you're and you tell yourself it's just throwing a frisbee. You know what I'm saying? It's just a throwing. Much. I should be able to do a little bit better. Were there holes where you're like I should have done better? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just wanted to throw the sidearm one time. Y'all wanted to try the because Charlie makes the sidearm look really easy. I think that's, like he he don't even try. He like just flips his wrist and it goes like. Well, and I, I caught on to that at the end. You cannot throw it. You have to throw it smooth. You can't try to throw that hard because if you do, it's not going nowhere. That yeah. one I threw ended up being pretty good. Yeah, you did throw a good one. Yeah. You, you really did. And it just is practice. It looks smooth, and it looks like I'm not doing nothing because I've done it so much. But I will say on on a couple of those backhands, I were getting them, getting them ballooning up in the air, and they don't go nowhere when you do that. When you get the disc nose up is what we call that. And, and it's just kind of you're not – coming through the right way you're not getting your weight transferred 
it, it loses every bit of distance. I thought y'all did. I thought y'all did pretty well for your first time, and I'm glad to hear your impressions where you you liked it and you want to go. I mean, would y'all go back? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm going back. There's no. Will we go back? I'm yeah, going. Yeah, because my putter's fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one time you threw it in the pond though. I was able to get it. Now I was well, it hit a tree. I was mid thigh in that pond. You were, but those P two putters and disc golf world will know those are the when Innova made them. Now another company makes well, them. Here's what Charlie says. First off, he says I don't care about any of these discs besides the one that somebody threw that was already in the pond. So I throw, and then it goes in the pond as I, it's going in the pond. He says, Charlie and says, that one, and that one because that one's signed by somebody. I'm like. You could have told me that before I threw it. <laughs> is it really signed by somebody? It is. It's signed by a professional. Oh. Yeah. But if it if you would have lost it, it had been So okay. you let some novice guys come out there and throw your disc. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to grow the sport. I want y'all to I want y'all to enjoy it. Here's what I want. Here's my I want y'all to like it as much and I want to take a camping trip to IDGC in Augusta, Georgia, right outside Augusta, Georgia, and we go camping and play some of the best courses in the world. And play Augusta the next day. And play the and play if could you imagine that? That, that podcast after that. After oh my we play gosh. No we, that's never gonna happen. We can dream on. Yeah, that's we can never dream on with that one. But never anyway, say never, son. Yeah. Anthony's getting his pro card. So we he well, might if I was ever gonna say ever to anything, never say how somebody help me. We feel you. We know the yeah, sentiment there. I would uh all you gotta do is that's the one I would say never. You never know, man. All you got to do is meet the right person that's a member there. Yep. Well, Michael we, Jordan couldn't play there. No, but if you meet a member. If you meet a member. Yeah. All right, so here's here's my next question. What your wife think about it? Dijon, which is my wife, Maren. Dijon, um, as we're going back up, like we left, and we're going back up to the road. Yeah. She's like, um, how many holes we got left? I said, that's it. She's like, we're already done? I was loving this, so I was. Dijon threw some good she shots. She did. She impressed me. What 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 impressed me about Dijon was how straight. Yeah, no kidding. Like she she threw it straighter than I did. Sometimes you know, new players they'll try to flex it or turn their wrist over. Yep. She just threw straight lines. Yeah. And then at the end of the line, I felt like Jordan struggled, but then I look and we're in the open fairway, and she's just she's bombing. just slinging it out through there. <laughs> I'm like Jordan. Well, and another thing about her is she she put softball. Y'all know that, but forever. And her shoulder got messed up bad. Right. So, and she's used to throwing it underhanded. So she was having problems throwing it this way. But she got it at the end because she was slinging yeah. it. Now y'all's two wife and my wife Brittany, they were kind of playing captain choice. And Brittany, Brittany's played before. Brittany's played a tournament. Now, now you're talking about competitive. My wife is competitive. Uh, she, so is ours. Yeah, <laughs> and, but they they were having a great time. Yeah, they were. Brittany, Brittany's got where she can throw a flick and a backhand, and she just understands the game. And if I you'll leave her alone her. and let her throw it. Yeah, I mess her up. I, I try to tell her what to do. <laughs> well, Jordan's and, like just like me. She even said it. She's like, I just want to be good at it. You want and she I'm telling you, I looked and I, I thought know. it was you were I thought it was y'all two throwing, and Jordan's just bombing. She's bombing P two footers probably over two hundred feet for someone who's never I was like, What in the world is happening here? Uh Brittany's up on one of these holes and she's she's in like mid stride about to throw and Charlie says something. <laughs> it's she stops and looks at him like would she be quiet? She gave so me then she, the look. So then she goes back, and she throws it directly into a tree. She actually says, Charlie, <laughs> you can't talk in my backswing. That's, that is what she said. Which is – and we had, we, had one, we had one other person there, and I guess your sister-in-law. Yeah, and Melody. She, and she, she's fun. And, and she, was, uh, she was just fun to have out there. Yeah, she, she was. She's, she's 
very competitive too. So. She is competitive, but she kind of just wanted to do her own thing, and I was fine with it. Yeah. Just let her let, let hey, it's for that's the good thing about disc golf. If you just want to get out there and figure it out on your own, go ahead and do it. Have fun doing it. And it was fun. It was fun to be out there with our wives, spend some time with them, get to play. Um, with no kids. Now let me ask you this, and I'm not, and I we didn't have. Ki- that was awesome. Yeah, no kids. There's no way we could have kept up with all of our kids out there. Yes. Now let let us say we love our kids more than oh, anything. Absolutely. But it is nice to get some time just to go with some yep. other couples. And Shout play. out to Mimi. It is nice, but I, I kind of felt guilty because my son would have loved it. Hud, your boy Hudson is one of the most athletic. Little I did boys. buy him a disc though. Okay. A little bitty one. You did. You bought him a mini. Solomon loves it too, and I the eighty percent of the rounds I play, he's playing with me. So I don't feel awful about it. Um, but it was a good time. Now, do you think here? Now, here's one of the benefits, and I'm not putting down golf. I felt like some people after last episode was thinking that I was put. I like golf. I enjoy it. Would your wives have more fun playing disc golf with you or golf with you? Disc golf. Yeah. Now, Dijon loves regular uh, tra- ball golf. Yes. Quit saying that. Traditional golf. <laughs> but um, I think honestly, she would like. She likes disc golf better. I would think. I haven't asked her yet. But I'll ask her. Yeah, and confirm that. Yeah, I think Jordan would much rather go play disc golf. They just want to be good at it, don't we all? And so do I. Yeah, I get mad that I can't throw farther, I can't make that putt, or can't hit that line. Brittany's like, well, "You're out here with a bunch of beginners. Just calm down." I said, "I want to be the best." <laughs> and I, the only thing that I would say is the 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 thing is, it's just so far from our house, but it's also a lot cheaper than going and playing. Ball, just regular golf, traditional golf. golf. Now there is a course closer to you. There's one right behind the college on 86, but it's tightly wooded. Where? Right behind Tilson Machine. No way. I promise. I'll show it to you one I didn't day. Know that. Yep. So, um, so what would you say the mindset? Uh, talking about just playing the game. What is the biggest difference between disc golf and traditional golf? Uh I'll answer it first. I think the main thing I noticed was now it 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 may be different in a tournament, but it's kind of not because I was there with you. Yeah, Every, time out, time out. Anthony came and actually watched my tournament in Tennessee, so that's what you're referencing, right? Yes. Okay. It's not. It's as uh, not as I want. I don't want to say not as serious, but it's a little more laid back. It is, it and is I more, like it. You do. It, you know, it's not as. Tense. It's like when when I take my wife, she's like, oh, I got to be quiet the whole time, like. She hates that, and you know. And I will I'm say sure we you, were not quiet today. Being respectful not to, at all. to whoever's throwing the disc, I understand that, but it's still, you know, even at the tournament I come and watch you play that, people's talking, they're, you know, I mean, you do that on a golf course, but it's not to that level. I think right. it's way more laid back. So, sometimes I think you're just so, you're much more spread out in a golf course yeah. too, and you don't have the opportunity to do that. I'm and talking a lot about of times just with the foursome I play with. Right. I mean, some people – some people are like us, like they would talk the whole time and, you know, nothing's going to bother me. You can talk the whole time. And then there's other people you play with, and which I'm sure it's the same in both, but they're like, do not talk while I swing. Do not move. Do not, you know. Right. So. I, here's what I'll say. I'll, from Just from today's round now, this may change over time, but I felt like today if I hit a bad drive or got through, off, through a bad drive, through a bad drive or got off of the, you know, fairway a little bit, that it was going to be easier for me to make par than it would be if I hit it in the trees in golf. Yeah, that and that is one of the – I've heard that from a golfer. They said that 
that kind of watched the show and gave me some feedback, and he said, you know, that one of the biggest things is a miss in disc golf a lot of times is not as bad as a miss in golf. Oh, for sure. I had so much confidence, like, on that one. I'm like, I'll make par here. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> but, but the confidence, but the, confi- was- the confidence was there. Like, yeah. if I – but you know I can't control it like like you can. So that was one big deal about it. But I really wish y'all could play with some guys like some pros and some guys who are even the events that are that can throw a hundred feet past me. I'm just gonna say I missed a mando, and then turned one over and threw a roller all the way almost to the basket. That was that, garbage. That was the craziest shot. He, you didn't miss the mando, okay? It was a well, double. True. It, it was it was a double mando, but he was up against the mando tree, so he had to stretch out. And he's a right-handed player. So I say – he says, what can I do here? I said, well, you can try to flick it and hit the ground and just kind of roll it. And I was expecting him to flick it and maybe just roll it enough to get past the Mando. No, he throws a 200-foot roller, flick roller, that curls up for about a 25-foot putt for the Savior Park. And made double And bogey. missed it and then missed the next one because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> he did. Somebody, that, that was trash. Somebody walked behind me. That was – I cannot believe it rolled. It rolled perfect right down to it. It was crazy. And me and Anthony are very competitive, so at the very beginning we're like, yeah. I don't. We're not trying to beat Charlie. We're trying to beat each other. And then I make triple on that hole. And then he hits that Mando, which I had already hit. So I had to take a drop. Actually, I didn't. I pitched out to where I could have a straight shot, and he throws that up there. And I and was jumping Aaron's up like, and down with garbage. And then he misses, and I'm like, yes. And then he missed a really short one, and I was even more excited when he missed that one. So. <laughs> I know. He's like, score, Aaron's like, score check, score check. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're losing. I, uh, yeah, you normally don't cheer for them when they mess up. But anyway, here we go. So here's the next question. Could you see yourself getting serious into this sport? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But I don't know. I you definitely could get serious into it. But just not replace golf. I don't think so. Not at this point. No. You're just too I, deep I, too deep into golf. Oh, it's fun for sure. I would you know, I could get serious. That don't mean I have to quit golf though. Right. But you're if if you got serious and said I'm gonna play a tournament and you and you got so what's here's the thing. We don't have and I gotta tell myself this when I'm playing tournament, I do not have time I do not have the time the twenty year olds have, right? Yeah. We have kids, we have we have families, we have jobs, we have all of this. Well, easy. We're still in our 20s, bud. I'm talking about the 20, oh, like, like 20 fresh years out of the college old. Oh, okay. age kids all right. that don't have a family yet. Yeah, it's okay. Difference. And they get to go out and play two rounds a day, yeah. and I'm not, you know, beating up on I would do the same thing. You know, I would do the same thing if I was that stage of life. But we only have so much time allotted to our recreational activities. So you're taking away from one and putting it in the other at this stage in life. So that's kind of what you got to look at. Now, do I think both of y'all, yes, I know you. I know the kind of competitive fire you have. I feel like y'all could play some tournaments. I wanted to get you in the novice this Saturday, both of you working, though. So – I mean, I feel like I I really I want y'all to try. I would like for y'all one time this summer to get where we know the rules good enough, and we try and just kind of and then we'll bring it back to the podcast, talk about it, see what kind of your rating was and stuff like that. So I'm glad you said that. Do do other players call you out for rule infractions? Yes, that's the only way. That's what I figured. Yes, your card is 
your card mates are the ones responsible because y'all learned a lot about foot faults today and we can't really describe it all right here, but your foot's got to be behind the disc or the mini. And when you're putting on the putting green, the 33 circle around the foot circle around the basket, you can't step forward. So y'all were learning about that, but that kind of stuff is left up to the card. When something goes out of bounds and you have to throw from where it went out of bounds, the card decides where it goes out of bounds. So it's kind of the same. I mean, you do that in golf. Yes. So, so, so y'all could see yourself getting serious. Let me say this before you go on. Yeah. I feel like if we – now, I love my wife, I love my kids, and y'all do too. But if we didn't have a family, we would be – you would be really good at disc golf, and we would be really good at golf. If I had – I feel like if I didn't have a belly, <laughs> it's my thing. I feel like I, feel like I just – if I had the – the body I had at 18, 19, 20 years no, old. No, I'm talking about I know what you're the saying. time if to you practice. Had the time, if you had yeah. the time. Now, I'm I'm a teacher, and during the summer, I'm watching my boys because child care is just it's expensive. So I watch my boys. My wife works. She's a nurse. And so during the summer, I have time. And I tend to – I my game tend, does tend to get better throughout the summer um, because I get to play. But it's just kind of been too hot to have my boys out there. We've been hitting up the swimming pool – and stuff like that. But, yeah, I see your point there. I do see your point there. So, here's my thing. Last question before I get any other thoughts. Do you appreciate what little you've seen of pro disc golfers? Yeah. I've been watching videos. Same. Anybody's name that sticks out to you? Uh, I watched Simon Lazat. Is that right? Yeah. Simon Lazat. He's been on fire lately. And then I watched – By the way, he's a new he's a new daddy. He just had a – Really? He just had a – Yeah. I think it was t- 2021 – and he played with Paul Macbeth. Yeah. And Paul Macbeth was making putts from – it was unbelievable. Yeah, that's like going to be – he made like six in a row. Most coverage of disc golf you watch, that's probably going to be a pretty common theme. Paul Macbeth And there was another guy putts. named Eagle. Eagle, yeah, Eagle. He's like a pro- – he's young, and he's yeah. but he's hurt right now. He's hurt. I'll say that um, just by watching the YouTube videos, the same – with disc golf and golf, they make it look a lot easier than it is. Absolutely, pro, like, pro like, golfers make it look a lot so easier. Charlie. But yeah, and y'all saw, and it's funny because y'all see my sidearm, and my sidearm's nothing compared to those guys. Oh, I know, I've seen them. Some of them guys can absolutely. It is crazy what they can do, and you do appreciate it. And I feel like people when they play golf, they feel I can hit a ball with a club, but then they get out there and do it. Yeah. It's just it's just harder. So, any other thoughts before we wrap up this topic? Any other thing you want to say? I'm good. All right. All right, anything, Anthony? Well, I'm glad y'all got to play. I had a blast. I always have fun. I like going by myself. I like going with my kids. But when I get to go with somebody, gets to play it for the first time, and they enjoy it as much as y'all did, and we had as much as fun as we did. Uh, Once again, another shout-out to North Cove. Thank y'all for letting us come out. All right, so next segment, let's talk a little bit about this. Last thing. Okay. It ain't going to be the last time either because we're going to play again, and we're going to get better. Maybe not like tournament better but we're gonna get better well we'll i want i want to see that and i want to i want y'all to play a tournament and see and y'all see what a disc golf tournament's like and that that'll be in the future hopefully this summer we can get one in so time for tournament talk tournament talk now we're recording this i guess the travelers this weekend and we'll be recording this and this will come out after that and also you have the preserve in disc golf um any picks i know we didn't talk about this in notes but do y'all have any picks for the travelers Anybody? I'm going, I'm going Rory again. Okay, and he's winning. By the time they hear this, they'll uh, they'll we'll, they'll know. But Rory, I, I Aaron, know. I haven't looked at the field 
honestly, I've kind of been slack on looking at it. Um, I would imagine most of the big golfers are playing the Travelers. Scheffler's playing. Man, I can't. I know I picked Scheffler. How about old? How about Happy Gilmore's caddy? Zalatoris. I don't know if he's playing or not. If he's playing, if he's playing, I'm going to pick him. Has he ever won on the PGA Tour? No, no. This is his tournament. I'm calling it right now. I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go Scotty Scheffler again. I'm excited about the preserve. So you got what? Well, before I get into that, Aaron Scotty Scheffler, your Rory. I'm what's his face? Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris. Not Bubba again? No, not Bubba. He kind of let me down not playing in the playing. last tournament. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of nervous that might happen again. So we got the preserve championships, which is a lot like North Cove in the fact that this is played on an old golf course that they have turned into a disc golf course. Uh, old pro named Kel Lavisca has bought this property, turned it into an amazing place, and I'm excited because it's the return of Ricky Waisaki, who. I enjoy to watch play. I like his passion. I like his fire for the game. He's been hurt. Is he, he a young guy? Uh, he's probably 27, 28. He's been in the sport a while. He's a two-time world champion, one of the best, I think, ranked number one in the world, and I'm picking him. I think he's going to come back. I, I, he won it last year, and I think he's going to come back with some fire and going to and just ready, chomping at the bits to get back on the course. So on the it? women's side, I think Kristen Tatar from Finland – no, Estonia is coming back. And I pick her. Is I'm it straight stroke play for three days? Straight stroke play, three days. So, is Paul Macbeth, like, off the scene now? Is he not, like – Paul Macbeth is – look, by anybody other standards outside of Paul Macbeth, he's having a good season. But what we've used to see is Paul Macbeth wins every other tournament, and he just isn't doing that. Is now, it, he's got a tournament win this year. He's won, He won Waco, Texas. Is it because he's year. getting older? I don't know. I don't know. I, I – Here's what he's doing, and I think this is a good thing. He has got a foundation now, Paul McBeth Foundation. Check it out. And he is building disc golf courses in underprivileged places in the world. Oh, he cool. was just in Montenegro. He's built some in, uh, uh, places in South America and all. And he's just doing He's doing a good – but I don't – and I don't want to attribute his gameplay. He's just got a lot on his plate. And I wonder – he's also getting a little older. But then again, he's the guy who can – Shoot eighteen under, you know what I'm saying? The the perfect round. He might not be playing great the whole season. Then the next tournament, he he shoots unbelievable, perfect round of disc. Well, I'm picking Paul McBeth. Paul McBeth. Uh oh, you got one. Is Simon Lazat playing? Simon's back. That's who I'm playing. That's who I'm picking. Those are three good. I would about guarantee it'd be between one of them. Simon Lazat, Paul McBeth, and I got Ricky Wysocki. All right, and Kristen Tatar is my pick on the FPO side. So probably Chris Dickerson too, right? Oh, you've done look some people. Yeah, Chris, hey man, uh, I've been watching it. Hold on, I don't know if he's playing. I don't know if he's playing. I'll have to. I'll have to check that. Listen, I've went full force into this. I, I've noticed. I've been watching. <laughs> I've no, I you watch it. Joe Mess Pro or what do you watch? I, I don't know what it was called, it, and I think it was this year. It was actually a couple of weeks ago. I watched. It was Simon Lazat, the Albert guy, Albert Tom, yeah, and the Caleb somebody maybe Caleb. Maybe not Caleb. Calvin Heinberg. Calvin. Calvin. Calvin Heinberg. Yeah. Yep. And there was one other guy. Who I, won? Do you was it the final round? Uh, I didn't watch all of it. Uh, yeah, I would like to know what tournament that was. So that brings us to this. Now, if you want some just straight up regular traditional golf tournament coverage, we're going to shout out Anthony's other podcast, 
outside the ropes, him and Jim Bob, a wealth of knowledge on the golf side of things, but they're pretty much they're just strictly golf. They'll talk about things outside yeah. of golf, but they they really dig deep in the details. So go over outside the ropes, is that correct? Yeah, and we talk about what's happening at our golf course. And the local scene kinda, right? Yeah. And then the the whole main reason we started it is to interview local PGA professionals like club professionals nice. to get their stories. So we haven't got to an interview yet, but we're going to get there. So, so if you're if you're in the if you're listening now, we got some listeners in Seattle, New York, Montana. If you're in the Southeast region and you want to hear about some of the local pros, some of that stuff, go over to their podcast, check them out. But I do want to hit this. Probably the biggest news in golf in the wild, and that's this live tournament, live tour. Boys, one of y'all fill me in. What's going on? All right. So live I just seen a minute ago. Okay, everybody knows that Greg Norman is over it. Greg Norman. I know his name, Greg and Nor- I only know him because of the clothing brand, and he blew up at one at maybe the Masters one year. So he spent 331 weeks as the number one golfer in the world in the 80s and 90s. Oh, wow. He's won 89 professional tournaments, 20 PGA Tour tournaments, and two majors. So this ain't just some uh, – No. Yeah, okay. No, he won the Open in 86. He's the shark. He won the Open in 86 and 93. That's the only one he's ever won. He's never won the Masters or the PGA or the U.S. Open, but he's won two Opens. Um, so, live golf. It's actually a Roman numeral. Live. 54. Really? What's the you got 50? the L-I-V. So, you got Roman numerals is 54. What does that it's stand for? for 54 holes. They play 54 holes. Um and there's no cut. They have 12 four-man teams. So this is team golf. It It's both. You have 12 four-man teams. You have 12 captains. They do a snake draft. So the captains, you know how everybody knows how snake draft works. You start and then you come back. Work your way back. Right. So like, yeah, I got you. So, um, and they, they're going to have, the first seven events are going to be $20 million purses. Wow. So that's a major, so, right? Oh, way more than a major. How much is your normal purse for a major? Like, how much was the purse? Do you all ten, know? The- like 10 or 11 million? Yeah. So, this is literally double. The winner of the Masters won like two point something. And yeah, but, I think the guy that won the live last week. But here's the thing. Won you, like four million. So, there's already been a tournament. Yeah. Just one? Trevor. No, not Trevor. Yeah, Carl, Charles Schwartzel. Charles Schwartzel. He won. Thanks. So, some big name golfers. Yeah. And here's the thing. All right. You, there's 48 players in the live. In a regular PGA Tour event, there's over 100. All right, so then you have a cut. Right, yeah. You I miss the cut, you don't win no money. I got it. In live golf, it doesn't matter. There is no cut. You wow. make money. So I'm kind of – now, I know there are a lot of PGA Tour faithfuls. And I probably – if I knew more, I might be one of them. And I'm going to get your opinion on that. But what I'm hearing is, if I'm a golfer, I'm joining the live tour. I mean, what what is what? Let me ask you this: What is the public's like perception of this tour? What are what is everybody saying about it? Well, here, I don't I don't want to talk for everybody else. No, I'm. It's Saudi Arabia. Okay, well, and we don't have to get into that, but there's there's going to be some controversial stuff surrounding that. Right, they're funding the tour. That is correct. Now, I read. I don't know anything about this, but I read that they had a budget of. I'm not. It's over it might be eight billion. It's a lot. So my question is if the live tournament 
if it doesn't make money after they spend their such and such billion dollars, is it over? Because I couldn't imagine the Saudi Arabian wealth or whoever's doing it just putting money, putting money, putting money in. Now they have tons of money, but if it's not making money, is it making money? Do we know that? I mean, here's my thing. I don't know anybody who watch. Well, I'm not going to get much into it because I'm on the other podcast, but it's not on TV. In America. Is it on there in the rest of the world? I don't know. It's not on TV, but I went directly to livegolf.com and it doesn't cost money. You can watch every bit of it. So they're making their money. But I just don't know if the – I wonder if the money's there through subscribers and ads. I don't know. I don't know either. So it's interesting. Now, the PGA Tours come out, and they pretty much – what have they done? They banned – They have banned everybody that has went to live golf. Like banned for how long? Forever. As long as they're – now, I don't know if they quit live golf, if they can try to get their their card back, but they have suspended their PGA Tour I wonder if the PGA knows what's going to happen. The biggest name that just joined – Two, two, three days ago is Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka joined. And I know DJ joined. Bryson DeChambeau's. Wow, those are some big names. Kevin, Kevin Nall, Phil Mickelson, Sergio. So they're not on the PGA Tour. So they will not be playing at the Travelers. All right, this is as far as I'm going because I talk about it in my other podcast, Outside the Ropes. Um, we discussed in that one if, if the Live Tour was to blow up next week. Like, blow up in like in a big way. Like no, I'm talking way. about like blow up, like disappear, fall apart. Would the PGA Tour let them back in? And I think they would. I think so. I think you lose money. Yeah. I th- I think now I don't know, but I think on the business side, here's what I think's happening. I think the PGA Tour kind of come out with some with their big boy pants on, and then kind of was like, here's what's going to happen if you go. And those golfers said, "All right, you don't own me." And they went to the tournament. Well, here's the thing. At some of them guys' age. Now, I, what I said before was, for Phil, it's a no-brainer. Phil's 52 years old. Right. He signed a $200 million contract to go to live golf. I don't uh, – see – $200 million. I know, but I, I'm going I'm, – here I go. Who would chase the money? Let's go. Who go. wouldn't chase the money? This Jim, is, Jim Bob brought up a great point because it's exactly what I said in Outside the Ropes. If it – if it's about money for Phil, then he's made some really bad choices in his life. He he doesn't need money, or he shouldn't need money. But if, that's I mean that's a good point. But who doesn't want more money? Yeah, yeah. I I, I I get that point, but I'm kind of like the more you have, the more you want. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, I mean I get that too, but it's not about money for Phil. I don't think it's about money for Phil. That, don't get me wrong. I think well, you it just is. said it was a no brainer. I think it's about it, money. No, it is a no brainer for Phil. You know what John Rom said. John Rom said, I want to play golf against the best golfers in the world, and a 54-hole event where there's no cut is not real golf to me. Well, it's gimmicky. It's a, it's kinda, you win $120,000 for last place. Not only, not, only, not only for the money for Phil, but it's less events. It's shorter. It's 54 holes, which he when you go to the PGA Senior Tour, they play 54 holes until they get to the majors, then they play yeah, 72. But you're bashing the tour that made you all your money. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not disagreeing. I, I get that. But that line of thought would be the same as, I've worked for this company, yes, I've made money, but now this other company with a better job opportunities come by, and now do I not jump on that because they've been good? Look, here's the thing. If the if you're outdated at the PDGA Tour, at the PDGA, at the PGA tour they're letting you go. They're not giving you, you know, they're not taking care of you like family. Why? Because it's a business. 
I feel like you got to look at it from a business standpoint. Am I probably, I'm not in it enough, but I mean, I'm going to be more apt to look at what's happened at the PGA Tour. They have the tradition. They have the, the you, you, you see, you hear the Masters music, which I guess that's not PGA, but you see some of the, the Travelers Tour. I know the Travelers Tour, they have where you can look back and see these things and you can reminisce and there's some nostalgia and there's all this tradition there, like I said. So I think there is something to the PGA Tour, but as a golfer, to, to act like the PGA is their family, it's, it's just a business decision. Now, here's what I want to ask you. We kind of got your opinions. If you were a PGA golfer, would you do it? I don't know. That's a hard question because we don't know what it's like to be a multimillionaire. But you don't know what it's like to be a multimillionaire. My thing is... John Rom. this is also what John Rom said. He said, if I signed the contract with the Live Tour for $400 million, my lifestyle would not change one bit. Mm. So it's not about money. For some of them, it is. No, it's not. I promise you. It can't you. be. The lower... Here, here's now, what, well, now, I say that. Some of them guys... It may be about money. Anthony, Chase Kepka, Brooks' brother, will never, would never have made okay, the money he's okay. making. I just, I'm going to retract my tour. statement. The guys that can't make cuts or the guys that are on the bottom level, fine. But for guys like Phil and Kepka and all them guys that were top level, they've won a whole lot of money. All right, but, okay, I get that. Okay. But Phil, Phil can play shorter events. Make that money and still play the majors. Still could play the senior tour too, and not make nothing. I don't. I don't think he makes the money on the senior tour for sure. Then what? There. Well, he's not going to make the money he makes on the live tour, but he could still. He's not going to make the money he made on the PGA tour on the Champions tour. But it's not about. It shouldn't be about money. It is. Listen, I. I it's easy for us to say, but I think it is. It's I, not easy for you to say because you're not a multimillionaire. But here's what I am. I but under- you would be if if they offered you a two hundred million dollar contract, or you could play on the PGA Tour and miss cuts and make no money. Then guys, have you're to- telling me you wouldn't go. Here, here's here. Let me tell you what I would do, and you got to look at it at two. I think you got to look at it at two perspectives. You look at the guys, like you say, Phil, DJ, Dustin Johnson. He's older, right? He's won a lot. He's, he's made 40. his money. If he wants to make more money and retire, that's fine. Go to the live tour. That's my opinion because he has nothing to prove. And if the live tour quits, he's okay. Now, here's my here, – we're kind of saying, well, the younger golfer that don't have the money and can't make the cut, that's kind of Aaron's point. Here's what scares me about that. They go to the live tournament. Say you are kind of one of the, and I'll just say no names. I know there's no really no names on the PJ, but you're not just you're not one of the elites. You go to the Live Tour this year. You get the paycheck. You make the money, and the Live Tour Live Tour is gone. There's uncertainty whether or not you get in the PGA. You haven't made the money like Phil. You haven't made the money. Now what happens? Now what do you do? I don't know. It's a tough spot. I don't know what I would do. I felt like if I was a young – I think I would – here's the reason. You see other sports and tours and leagues start up. You saw the AFL. And it just seems like in sports, a lot of times, the one that has been there the longest kind of just eventually takes over. I don't know if that will happen this time. I feel like someone like Dustin Johnson who wants to play less golf and just gets paid, it might be a good idea. I don't know. Y'all know more than me. Good discussion. Aaron kind of, you're kind of siding with 
it ain't a bad thing, maybe. No, I mean, I'm not siding with it. I'm just saying if somebody threw $2 million, $200 million in my face. Now, once again, it's not all about money. It's not for me, I, obviously. Yeah, but you it's, keep saying but that. It's but it's obviously you don't. not all about money for me. Look at my job. I don't make yeah, no so money. Yeah, so you can't make the statement if they threw two hundred. Of course, we would go. It's a big difference. Has anybody ever got two hundred million dollars through Adam in, in professional sports? Yeah, everybody else that's not going to the live tour. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's opinion. It's opinions. I, I say this. You can say as a golfer, it's not about the money, but for the PGA Tour, it's about the money. For the live tournament, it's about the money. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's selfish okay, to say. Well, it's I mean, money. we'll agree to disagree. But what I'm telling you is, you can't compare yourself to it because you don't have the money that they got. I know, but it's fun to put ourselves in the shoes and talk about these things. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you they could, called me tomorrow, I'd go make 120 grand and I'd shoot 97. So say you made 20 million on the tour. Say you made that last year. And they offer you two hundred million. So what that is? What's that? A hundred percent increase? Yeah, but so if somebody came to you making what you make and they gave you a hundred percent increase, you wouldn't. Again, you, that's my thing. again. I don't know because I don't have that much money. I'm it doesn't matter. You, you what you make right now? Yeah. It what I make now? Yes. Yes. If somebody came to you and said you can do exactly what you're doing, but not as hard, it's a hundred percent increase in your paycheck. You're taking that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be in the millions. Yeah, but it, it's – I'm going to quote John Rome one more time. And it, it maybe it's because it's all about tradition to them guys, but he said, me and Tiger Woods is the only two people that's ever won a major at Torrey Pines. And maybe that's because it's tradition, and maybe that's where he why he's staying. I don't know. I can see. I can see the money side. I can see the tradition side. Good arguments, good conversation. we got to move on. If you want to hear more, go to Outside the Ropes. All right. We'll be talking about this, I'm sure, later on. Our in the next year. episode in Outside the Ropes, we will be discussing the live tour in detail. All right. Which well, there is one on there where we discussed it a little bit. Well, we didn't have a lot of time, so the next one we're going into detail. Good. Uh, maybe you need to bring Aaron. I like how y'all. I like how y'all debate this. I like how y'all. They were choking each other. You just couldn't see because this is audio <laughs> only. I'm kidding. Here we go. Last segment of the night, and it is. Game time. Game time, DJ Billy. Hey, boy. I love this music. All right, game time. So here's what I got for y'all today, and we'll just go to five. I'm giving you a tournament and a year, a major and a year. Oh, boy. So the year. Please tell me you didn't go back to like. The, no, no, I only went back five years, okay. maybe six. All I'll right. look. So, and the first one who can tell me between y'all two who won the major is the winner. We'll go to five again, or the best out of five. All right. Well, we all ignored that, but I almost fell. Yeah, he did. But it's not a shotgun, though. I mean, it is until somebody So, here's the thing. If you yell out, you're done. Until he answers. Yeah, yeah. So, here we go. First, just kind of like we did last time. So, here's the first one I want y'all to look at. Who won the 2021 Masters? Dustin Johnson. No. Aaron. That was twenty twenty. Now I get to think Dang about it. it. The 2021 Masters was... Five seconds. I know it. I don't. I do. Three, two. Anthony, what Hideki do you got? Hideki Matsuyama. Hideki Matsuyama. He is a one nothing. All right, here we go. Because had sushi for the champion's dinner. Did he? Yeah. Hmm. And I did not know that. Too. Who won the 2018 Open? 2018, not the U.S. Open, the Where Open. I don't know. I, I don't have that information. Um, the 2008. I think it was 
in England or Scotland. Look it up. 2018 Open. Zach Johnson. No. no. Zach Johnson? He just won a couple years ago. A major? Yes. Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson. I don't, I don't think I'm so. not seeing that Zach Johnson on here. I think you're smoking it, son. <laughs> the last thing he won was the Masters. Oh, I see where he went. No. He won in 2000. Zach Johnson won in 2000. That was Jordan Spieth's year where Jordan won the, the Masters. And, and the Zach Open. Johnson won the Open. Yes, he did. Thank what? You. That was 2015. But we're talking about 2018. All right, it's your turn. Come on, Anthony. Don't tell you him where it's, don't at. Know where it's at. Don't no, tell I don't. You get a guess first, and then he can find out where it's at. I don't even know how the to. 2018 Open. It's in Scotland. St. Andrews. DJ B. Willie, do you know where it's at? DJ B. Willie will give it. But he, come on, Anthony. I need three seconds. Go. Um, this is a tough one. I don't even know if I know this guy. And I might have to move on. Brooks, Brooks Kepka. No, give us initials. Right. No. No. And shotgun it after right. that. I'll say this. I will say this. I believe he's European. And it was at Carnoustie Championship course. Carnoustie. It's um. Nope, it, nope, no. Nope. It's Aaron's turn. No. Yes, it is. You gave it. You. Shane Lowry. Nope. Okay, I thought I was right, but I think I'm wrong. What, who? Henrik Stenson. It was Francisco Molinari. Molinari. Oh, my gosh. I would have – that would have – All right, 1-0. Here we go. Here we go. Stenson, he won like the 2013. He battled with – Who won the 2020 U.S. Open? 2020 U.S. Open. Fun fact. Where was was it at? Oh, my goodness. I don't know this information. DJ B. Willie will get it. That would help me. Jim Bob would know all this. Really We're going to have to get Jim Bob on for the 2020 U.S. Open. Yes. Was it? Tell me five. where it was. I need, no, wait a minute. I need to figure out where it it's was. It's hard. DJ B. Willie's doing 500 all, things all of back them there. run together. All right, I need an answer in five seconds or I'm moving on. Five, four, three, two, one. Either one of Brooks you. Brooks Kepka. No. Oh. I know that wasn't right. Anthony, five seconds. Five. Four, three, two, uh, one. Dustin Johnson. Where no, was all right, here it is. Wait, it was at was it? it was at Winged Foot West Course. Bryson DeChambeau. Two nothing. It was right. It was Bryson. DeChambeau. See, if you give me the golf course, I can get it. All right, here we go. Who won the 2020 PGA Championship? 2020 PGA Championship. DJ B. Willie's working on the location. 2020 for me. PGA. Dustin Johnson won the Masters. Shambo won the U.S. Open. 2020. Anybody got a guess? Still won in 21 at Kiowa. Mm-hmm. Kiowa. TPC Harding Park. Colin Morikawa. Yes, it was. It was Colin Morikawa. Wow, it's crazy that y'all know it by the course. Yeah, if you give me the course. By the way, he's just, he's, they don't have those courses on the Live Tour. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know the course is on the PGA. So, anyway, we're done with that. Um, all right. I guess this is the last one. Are you getting smoked? And this is right this now? is the 2019 Masters. Tiger Woods. Boom shakalaka. Tiger Woods. But Anthony, Anthony has won every time, I believe. Good for Anthony. All right. Y'all got anything disc golf related for me? Did you have anything before we, yeah, before we shut this? Keep talking for a second. Before we shut this thing down? By the way, the 2019 Tiger Woods. It's amazing. It, it's emotional. It's like, and I used to not be a Tiger fan, but dude, I love Tiger now. For him, you all a comeback story is amazing. Anyway, yeah. any kind of any kind of story 
game where you have somebody come back. And he didn't sell his birthright for a bowl of pintos. <laughs> what? That's a, that's an inside that joke. That is an inside joke. Sorry. But all right. But I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll tell you another one, and y'all might not agree. I thought it was cool that Tom Brady won the Super Bowl with the Buccaneers. I like Tom. I, I, and did you see that Rob Gronkowski has retired again? Anyways. Who can keep up? All right, here we go. All right, Anthony. I'm going to give you the first chance. Okay. Yeah. I'll, you have no multiple choice here because I don't have multiple choice. Oh, that's great. Uh, Where did they play? I'm just while kidding. the true origins of disc golf are hard to trace, which man is commonly known as the father of disc golf? Steady Eddie. <laughs> Steady What's Eddie. his actual name? Steady Ed Hedrick. Yeah. We'll and, give it we'll give it to him that, that, was a, that was a pretty and easy we're gonna one. apologize for Aaron's questions again. <laughs> <laughs> what is a throw feature in the side armed or forehand release commonly referred to as? A flick. He's beating you. It's a flick. I thought Okay, my bad. Well ask me one where I can answer first. A mid-range golf disc can be utilized by professional golfers to provide both accuracy as well as distance. This question is not going to work. I should have had questions. Stability. Yeah. You should have wrote them down like you yeah. did. Edit that. <laughs> I hate when you do that because I have to edit it and it takes forever. All right. <laughs> All right, any more? Any more questions? Any more from the coverage? Any trivia at all? Let me give you one. Let me give you a disc golf trivia question. Y'all both know Paul McBeth, right? You, mm-hmm. You've heard of him, correct? He's the yes. five-time champion. Five-time world champion. What disc manufacturer does he play for? Now? Innova. No. No. Do you know Anthony? He uses a rock. No, he doesn't. Not anymore. That's what you told me. No. He did, but he switched. Uh, Discraft. It is Discraft. Very good. I only know that because I seen it on the back of his shirt when I watched that. He 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 was for Innova. <laughs> he was for Innova for a while, but Aaron now he just lost to another. Who game. was the first disc golfer to win the world championship twelve times? Ken Climo. Boom shakalaka. Easy easy dubs. All right, we got to fit. We got to wrap this thing up. Aaron, real quick, give us the contact info if you want to reach out, comment, say something nice. The contact info is Facebook page Golf versus Golf, which uh, is exploding. Which by the way, see, which you will see the logo for. That is the same on the podcast. Uh, the email is Golf versus Disc Golf at Gmail dot com. G O L F V S D I S C G O L F at Gmail dot com. We cannot trust Aaron to spell anything anymore. Yeah. So if you want to talk, if you want to, you know, give us an idea, mention something. I've got some I've got some uh feedback from golfers as well as disc golfers. And I've been I've been excited because they're listening. We appreciate it. Guys, we thank you for everything. Thank you for the support. Last thing, we've had a few critiques on if it's too long or not. So I want everybody else to chime in. And to my knowledge, we have not received one email. Well, I want everybody to chime in on whether they think it's too long. If they think an hour's too long. I like an hour. We'll, I mean, we'll do whatever. I'm, I'm just – here's the thing. We just get talking and we lose time. Yeah. And I and I just – I kind of like – honestly, I just like getting back and we just don't talk like we used to and it's been nice and I've enjoyed it. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. Till next time. Hey, I will encourage you though, seriously, if you feel like that you need to say something and you're on the email and then you erase it, Go ahead and send it. We want to hear from you. We need to know what we can do to improve 
and all those sort of things. But like I said, I don't think we've received one email or Facebook. We have comments, text messages. Uh, I think we got a special interview next week. It might work out. It might not something special. So we'll see what happens until next time. Go swing a club or throw a disc. We're out.